Hi, my name is Steve Warren, and I want to welcome you to this podcast. I'm believing today you'll be filled with faith, you'll be energized by hope, and you'll feel loved as this message seeks to transform and empower your life. God bless you as you listen to this. We made a set. set. And they were like, oh yeah, you know, Stephen has been like going to do the job. And then we got under your leadership. And when Pastor Steve said that you are probably the best church in Amsterdam, it's right because you have the best pastors of Amsterdam. We love you dearly. You guys are amazing. Let's give your neighbor a high five. Sit down. And we can't. I can't wait to see. I know you guys talking about unsung heroes this year. So I'm going to talk and preach about an unsung hero today. And I can't wait to see what what God is doing. And um, you guys heard who I am. I'm married. I got four children. And I'm a pastor. That's about it. What's important? No, I'm just kidding. I would love to tell you everything about me today. But I want to go to the message. <laughs> and I pray that it helps you. I pray that it's current you. It's not the message where it's so easy to shout Amen. But Pastor Steve just said in Germany, C3 Home is on fire. And I told them that I'm preaching here today. And I told them that Amsterdam is going to be more on fire. So you better not lean back. You're getting ready. Amen? Oh, no, no, no. Amen? Oh, there we are. That's how we do today. Hey, let's let's pray before we start the message. God, I thank you so much for today. I thank you that you're coming and that you got something. God, I pray for this for this service. I pray for everybody here. God, that you bless us and that you give us something we weren't expecting. God, I pray that you touch our hearts today, that you touch our souls today. And God, I pray that you bless and bless. God, it's not about me today. It's only about you. So we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen. Let's give amen. God a big clap God, offering. Thank you, band. See you later. I want to take you in a moment of the prophet Elijah. And you know, Elijah is one of the greatest prophets of the Old Testament. And you see, he is doing his, I say, prophet daily business. What do you do as a prophet? You walk around, you heal people, you raise people from the dead, you help kings with their battles, you perform miracles. So it's a normal daily life for Elijah. And we, we go into... Second Kings 4. One day, Elijah went to Shunem, where a wealthy woman lived, who urged him to eat some food. So whenever he passed that way, he would turn in there to eat food. So what I want to do with you today, I want to walk with you a story in the Old Testament. 
wat ik wil doen met jullie, ik wil gaan wandelen door een verhaal uit het Oude Testament. And there it says there is an amazing woman. En daar is een voorname vrouw. A wealthy woman. Een rijke vrouw. And the Hebrew word for it means that she is great and significant. En het Hebreeuws betekent dat ze groot en en bijzonder is. And I will help you today to find out why the Bible says about that woman where we don't know the name, how amazing and how significant she is. Om je uit te leggen hoe voornaam ze is. She urged the man of God, the prophet, to eat with him. She drong with her. Man van God bij te komen eten. She asked more than once. En dat vroeg ze meer dan één keer. I don't know if you if you ever urged for something. Ik weet niet of je wel ergens dringend voor bent. I'm trying to convince my wife to buy me a motorbike. Ik wil zo graag een een mevrouw overtuigen dat ik een motorbike. So I'm urging every night. Dus af en toe ben ik every morning. Vraag ik haar. I try everything. I try crying. Ik probeer te huilen. I try to to mention it in a sermon. Ik probeer het te benoemen in de boodschap. Maybe maybe somebody's going to pray for it later. Like I'm urging, you know. Because this is urging. This is like come on. Come on, you need to come. You need to eat with me. Amen. Je moet met me eten, toch? And if you want to see me on a motorbike, just give give me a little amen. En en als je mij op een motor wil zien, zeg dan even amen. Are you a team wifey? Aha. Je bent team vrouw. The woman urged the man of God to come in. De vrouw drong de man aan om binnen te komen. To have the presence of God in her house. Om de aanwezigheid van God in haar huis. Let me ask you a very simple question this morning. Are you urging? Are you aching for the presence of God? Are you preparing something? Are you are you so willing to see the presence of God in your life that you are urging to be in are you are you asking more than once to, to do something for God because are we seeking the Lord hey who would, who likes to see miracles in their life come on yes honest question hey miracles who want to see the death race who want to see motorbikes falling off the sky who wants to see you know miracles we all want to see miracles amen but we can be so good in seeking God's hand how to do a miracle in our lives. That we forgot to see his face first. That we, that we forgot to just urging for his presence. We are easy to say, God bless me. This way. With this job. With this miracle. With that person. But this woman... Just came to the man of God and were like, "Come into my house." The next verse says. The next verse says. She said to her husband, "I know that this man who often comes our way is a holy man of God. Let's make a small room on the roof and put in a bed, a table, a chair, a lamp for him. Then he can stay there whenever he comes to us. One day when Elijah came, he went up to his room and lay down there." What she does is she asks him to come for dinner. What she does, she asks him to come for dinner. And then she realizes, oh, this is a holy man. And then she realizes, this is a God man. And then she sends her husband to IKEA. And then she sends the man to IKEA. She's like, you buy a bed. Come on, a bed. You buy a lamp. A lamp. The lamp Frederick. We all know that one. You buy, you buy, you buy a chair. You buy a table. You buy the stool and the table. And then she watched him for hours. And then she watched him for hours. Building it with this little thing. You know what I mean? Like. You know what I mean? These are they, they are dangerous. Die zijn gevaarlijk. But you know what I love about her? Weet je wat ik ervan hou van haar? No one asked her. 
niemand heeft het er gevraagd. She has an intuition. Ze heeft een intuïtie. And she's acting on it. En daar handelt ze naar. The Bible doesn't say or she prayed for one month. Weet je, de Bijbel zegt niet dat ze een maand gebeden oh, heeft. She, the Bible didn't say or she did a fasting. Of dat ze een zweetje vasten. The Bible didn't say or the pastor, the prophet, the, the, the whoever the came and told her. No pastor asked her. No angel came. Not even the man of God asked her. Zelfs niet de God She just did it. Ze deed het gewoon. You know what's the problem of many of us is? Weet je wat het last is? And I just do your pastor a favor here. En ik doe je hier een, Some of us only moving when we are asked. Some of us only serve when we are asked. Some of us only give when we are asked. Some of us only bless when we are asked. Some of us even only pray, read their Bible, be in church when we are asked. But there are things in your life you shouldn't be asked. You shouldn't be asked to do your bed. You shouldn't be asked to stay healthy. You shouldn't be asked to brush your teeth. You shouldn't be asked to be in church. You shouldn't be asked to worship the King, you shouldn't be asked to be a living sacrifice after Jesus gave everything for you. Amen. This is the moment where you do big clapping and you shout, Amen. Amen. You know what? My kids, we got four kids. And you know, through all the ages, it doesn't matter who it was, when they were younger, some are young, you always fight to brush their teeth. You know every parent, you know that better. You are like, oh, we're going to brush your teeth. And they look at you, do I need to brush my teeth? Every day. And you're like, yes. And you know how you send them, brush your teeth? And they come back like, One second later, I'm done. I'm like, no, you're not. No, I am. I'm asking, I ask my kids to brush their teeth. You know, because it's healthy for them. There are things in the kingdom of God. People ask you to do. Because they are healthy for you. Well, I ask my kids, they don't want to brush their teeth. Maar ik vraag mijn kinderen, maar die willen hun tanden niet But it's what we do. Maar wat we doen. And you know, my oldest daughter now. En mijn oudste dochter nu. I don't ask her to brush her teeth. Dus vraag ik niet meer om She just brushed her teeth. Dat doet ze gewoon. Can I be very honest today, this kan morning? Kan ik heel eerlijk zijn vanochtend? You are not the small kids that are going to be asked to brush their teeth. Jullie zijn niet de kleine kinderen meer die gevraagd om je tanden te poetsen. You are the church in the middle of Amsterdam that's going to change the history of Amsterdam because you're serving the King of Kings. Amen. If he gave you breath, praise him. Als je adem krijgt, if he gave you hands, serve him. Als je handen hebt, dien hem. Serve others. Use what you have Gebruik to build the kingdom of God. Om het van God te mogen bouwen. And you don't need to be asked for it. En hoef je niet voor just do it. Amen. Amen. You know, we just had a summer party we last week with our leaders. We just wanted to say them thank you for we what they do. And and we, we're doing amazing. We got a such a season of growth at the moment. And we, we, we did this party and we said thank you to the team. And we were so touched because all of our team members, all of those leaders came back to us and were like, no, we thank you. Because for them, for, for them, it's normal. It's given to serve. It's given to invest. It's given to be there. Because this is what we do. Don't forget. Worshipping. Aanbidding is a privilege. 
is een eer. Jesus paid a price for it. Jesus is heeft de prijs betaald. Don't forget building his house. It's a privilege. Is een eer. Because it's built on the sacrifice of many. Want het is gebouwd op Don't forget to serve is a privilege. Because we are the body of Christ. Don't forget to preach, to worship, to translate, to do the coffee is a privilege because we are servants of the kingdom of God. And we don't need to be asked for it. So let us stop acting like we're doing a favor by being here. Let us stop acting by we're doing a favor by serving. It's a privilege to have and use your toothbrush in Jesus name. And that woman gives Elijah room, amen. And and die vrouw die geeft Elisa een kamer. Nobody asked. Niemand heeft het gevraagd. She doesn't ask for anything. Ze vraagt om niks. Are you giving God freely? Geef je de Heer vrijgevend. Room in your life. Ruimte in je leven. Without accepting or expecting a payback. Zonder dat je iets verwacht terug van hem. She didn't expect anything in return. Ze had niks verwacht om terug te krijgen. But you know what's great? She got something in return. Ze kreeg wat terug. For her, it was the greatest decision to give freely. Voor haar was de beste de besluit om vrij te geven. For me, Marine and I, it's the greatest decision to give. Pas Marine, pas maar het is het beste om te mogen geven. We gave our life to Jesus. We geven ons leven aan Jezus. And then we made the decision to build his church. En we hebben besluit genomen om zijn kerk te bouwen. We didn't have a clue how to do it. We hadden geen idee hoe dat moest. We never felt good enough for it. We voelden ons nooit goed genoeg ervoor. And we're going to learn today that there are many sad things happen on the way building the church. En we leren vandaag dat er heel veel vervelende dingen zijn gebeurd in het bouwen van de kerk. But now to see hundreds of people came to Christ in East Germany. Maar nou om honderden mensen te zien You know what I just realized on an altar call last week? We do a Holy Spirit series and we had an altar call and we prayed for people for the first time getting baptized in the Spirit. And I was praying for probably six men in a row, like after one another. And they asked me, who are you? And what are you doing? And how long are you in church? You know that was before you want to pray. And every one of those six told me, hey, I'm, I'm only here four weeks. En, en al die mannen zeiden van Because I got saved four weeks ago. Because I was an atheist. Maar ik was een atheist. But now I'm a Christian. Maar nu ben ik een christen. Because my, ma- my my wife brought me here. Want mijn vrouw heeft me hier gebracht. And I want to learn how to pray with my wife for my kids. En ik wil leren bidden. And then I realized what we do is we change the history of families. En wat we doen we change the history of a city. We change something when we see Jesus coming into the life of people. We veranderen iets wanneer we Jezus in iemands leven zien binnenkomen. You know the hardest job we ever done. Het het zwaarst wat we ooit gedaan hebben. Was building church. You know what's the best job we're doing? Is best is what we're doen? building the church. Het bouwen van de kerk. You know this this woman gave God a room. Deze vrouw gaf 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 Elisa een kamer. And then the the man of God stayed in that room. En de godsman bleef in die ruimte. And then we read, he said to his servant Gehazi, call the Sunamite. So she called her and she stood before him. Elijah said to him, tell her you have gone to all this trouble for us. Now, what can we done for you? Can we speak on your behalf to the king or the commander of the army? She replied, I have a home among my own people. What can be done for her, Elijah asked. Gehazi said, she has no son and her husband is old. Then she, Elijah said, call her. So he called her and she stood in the doorway. She, the man of God called her, and the God roept her to bless her. 
om haar te zegenen. You know what? This is really basic theology you need to have in your life. Standaard theologie die in je leven moet hebben. God is more interested to bless you. God is meer daar om je te zegenen dan om je pijn te doen. You know there is more meetings in the Trinity. Er zijn meer meetings. Oh, how can we bless you? Van, hoe what kunnen can we do for you? What can what we can bring you? you? How can we How can we bless your life? Because for zegenen? many of you, you think Christian life that is not always a blessing. Want voor jullie soms is de christelijke leven niet altijd een zegen. Because there are many rules. En er zijn heel veel regels. And many parties I shouldn't go anymore. En heel veel feestjes waar ik niet meer naartoe mag. And many lifestyle things I love to have a little bit different. Beetje anders wil hebben. And it feels more like a burden. Het voelt meer als een last. Ask my children. Vraag mijn kinderen. What they think about brushing their teeth. Wat zij denken van hun tandenpoetsen. You know what they answer? Weet je wat zij zullen zeggen? They answer my father is a bad person. Maar mijn vader is een slecht persoon. Who wants to take all my joy on the day? Die alle vreugde van het leven van de dag weg wil nemen. To just brush my teeth. Om zodat ik mijn tanden ga poetsen. But I know how good it is for their life. Maar ik weet hoe goed het is voor hun leven. My wife knows how good it is for their life. Mijn vrouw weet hoe goed het is We voor hun leven. We even have a dentist who knows it. We hebben zelfs een tandarts die dat weet. There are things in your life. Er zijn dingen in je leven. They are blessing. Die zijn een zegen. But they don't look like it. Maar zo zien ze er niet uit. There are things in your life. They are so healthy for you. Er zijn dingen in je leven die zo goed zijn voor je. But they don't look like for you. Maar zo lijken ze niet voor je. Because my kids want to stay up all night. Want mijn kinderen willen de hele avond opblijven, TV en ice cream. En ijs blijven eten. Well, this is not what I have in store for them. Maar dat is niet echt wat ik in gedachten heb. Because I want to help them to have a healthy life. Ik wil ze helpen om een gezond leven te hebben. God wants to bless you with things in your life. God wil je zegenen met dingen in je leven. Healthy, gezond. And He wants to help you to Hij wil je helpen. to be blessed with bad times. With teeth brushing, with healthy food. Is it possible that God tries to bless you? Is het mogelijk dat God je probeert te zegenen? With things in your life, met dingen in je leven, but you think they are burden. Die jij denkt dat het een last is. Can I ask you for a favor? Mag ik je vragen om een Just stop brushing your teeth and see what happens. Ga gewoon je tanden poetsen en ga kijken wat er gebeurt. See, see what happens with it. See wat er mee gebeurt. Then Elijah said, "Call her." So he called her and she stood in the doorway. About this time next year, Elijah said, you will hold a son in your arms. No, my Lord, she objected. Please, man of God, don't mislead your servant. And then there are things in your life. Dan zijn er dingen in je leven. You prayed for. Waar je voor gebeden hebt. You hoped for. Heb je voor gehoopt hebt. You fasted for. Heb je voor gefast. You did everything you can. Alles voor gedaan. You run to God with it. Je bent ermee naar God gerend. But if you're really honest, als je heel eerlijk bent, it doesn't look like it's going to happen anymore. Het lijkt er niet op dat het ooit nog gaat plaatsvinden. It feels like you can't believe that it's going to happen Het voelt anymore. alsof je niet meer geloof kan hebben dat dat nog gaat Some gebeuren. Some of you don't believe that your marriage can be fixed. Sommigen van jullie denken misschien dat jullie huwelijk niet meer gered kan worden. Some of you don't believe that this miracle can happen and you get really free from your past. Sommigen van jullie denken dat dit wonder kan niet meer gebeuren. That is God is really alive and interested in you. God echt leven is en geïnteresseerd. Some of you can't believe that can't believe that you're going to see the Holy Spirit moving through you. Weet je sommigen van jullie hebben misschien geen geloof meer dat de Heilige Geest door je heen gaat werken. Some of you can't believe that it is possible. Sommigen van jullie geloven gewoon niet meer dat het mogelijk is. Because you prayed for je, you hoped for. je hebt ervoor gehoopt. You did everything je hebt for it. But it didn't happen. Maar het gebeurde niet. And you, are, you have nothing left. Je hebt niks over. But a real pain. Dan pijn. But the woman. Maar de vrouw. Became pregnant. 
And the next year, about the same time, she gave birth to a son, just as Elijah had told her. If you give room in your life, jij ruimte geeft in je leven, for God to come in, om God naar binnen te laten komen. If you invite Him in your home, in your situation, in your in your situation. If you allow him to touch the pain, we're going to see miracles. You're going to be surprised by miracles. Amen. You know what? I would love to finish the message now. It would be a great message. Short but encouraging. You know, because I'm asking the keys player already to come up now. And I would love to just do an altar call and like, hey, give Jesus your life. He wants to bless you. But unfortunately, there is more to the story. Maar er is meer tot het verhaal. And unfortunately, the part that is coming now is sometimes hard to understand. And 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 this stukje is helaas moeilijk te begrijpen. But I pray that while we're looking at this part of the story, that we learn something. Maar ik bid dat als we kijken naar het tweede deel van het boodschap, dat we daar wat van leren. The child grew, and one day he went out to his father, who was with the reapers. He said to his fathers, "My head, my head." His father told the servant, carry him to his mother. After the servant had lifted him up and carried him to his mother, the boy sat on her lap until noon. And then he died. She went up, laid him on the bed of the man of God. She shut the door and went out. You don't hear the mom say anything. You heard the mother nothing say. But you feel her pain, right? You feel that pain, toch? The pain of holding your son in your arms. The pain om de je zoon in je handen vast te hebben. And then he dies. And dan gaat hij dood. Some of you feel like her right now. Sommigen van jullie voelen zich misschien zoals haar nu. Something died in your life. Iets is dood gegaan in je leven. Something broke in your life. Iets iets is gebroken in je leven. Something left your life. Iets heeft je leven verlaten. Some of you things you don't talk in your connect group. Met je sommige dingen praat je niet over. You don't talk to people. Je praat niet met mensen. Because the pain is so real. Om de pijn zo echt. Because you took it into a room. Omdat je het in een ruimte hebt meegenomen. And you shut the door. En je hebt de deur dicht gedaan. And you close the door. En je sluit de deur. And you just want to walk away from it. Je wil gewoon weglopen van het. It's too painful to open it again. Om het opnieuw open te doen. So no one sees what is what's in that room. Dus niemand ziet wat er in die kamer zit. And you try to have that mask on so no one can see in that room. Probeer een masker op te doen zo niemand dat kan zien. No one sees it in your life. Niemand ziet het in je leven. But there is real pain and real grief in your heart. En verdriet in je hart. Things that died. Dingen die dood zijn gegaan. Even though they came from God. Zelfs als ze van God kwamen. He promised it. Hij heeft het beloofd. He blessed it. Hij heeft het gezegend. He brought it together, right? Hij heeft het samengebracht. He gave the vision for Hij it. He gegeven. gave you the faith for Hij it. Heeft het geloof he, gegeven. he moved your heart for Hij it. Hij heeft je hart laten bewegen daarvoor. And after it looked impossible. En het lijkt het onmogelijk. After God did the miracle. En God doet het wonder. After you hold that baby. After you hold the miracle. After you hold your ministry. After you hold the vision. En de visie. It died. Died in your arms. Dood in je armen. And now it lays in this room, and you shut the door. En je je legt het in de kamer en je doet de deur dicht. I don't know what it is for you. Ik weet niet wat het is voor jou. But I'm very sorry. Nee, het spijt me. For what died in your life. Dat het dood ging in je leven. And for some. En voor sommigen. The only reasonable consequence. De enige consequentie. Is to never see Elijah again. Is om Elisa nooit meer te zien. Is to never come back to that man. Om nooit meer terug te gaan. 
is to walk away from it. Om weg te lopen van het. To be angry. Om boos te zijn. Is to be hurt. Om, om, om pijn you te have zijn. every right for it. En heb je alle recht toe. Some of you are not invested in church anymore. You're more a guest. En sommige van zijn niet meer geïnvesteerd in de kerk, zijn meer een gast. Because you had the vision. Maar jullie hadden de visie. But something died. Maar iets is dood gegaan. Some of you are far away from God. Sommige zijn misschien ver van God. Some of you are outside of ministry you did. Buiten de 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 bediening. Because the loss and the pain is so real. Het verlies en de pijn zo echt is. Maybe we can learn one more thing from that woman. En misschien kunnen we één ding leren van die vrouw. We read she called her husband and said, "Please send me one other servant and a donkey so I can go to the man of God quickly and return." Why why you go to him today? He asked. It's not the new moon or the Sabbath. She didn't have time to tell her husband. That's all right, she said. She settled the donkey. She said to her son, lead on. Don't slow down for me unless I tell you. So she set out and came to the man of God on Mount Carmel. When he saw her in the distance, the man of God said to his servant Gehazi, look, there's the son of mine. Run to meet her and ask her, are you all right? Is your husband all right? Is your child all right? Everything is all right, she said when the, when, the, when the servant came to her. When she reached the man of God on the mountain, she took hold of his feet. Gehazi came over to push her away, but the man of God said, leave her alone. She is in bitter distress, but the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me why. She tries to run as fast as possible to Elijah. Zij, zij rent zo snel mogelijk naar Elisa toe. She didn't have time to tell her husband. Ze had geen tijd om de man te vertellen. When the servant of, of the prophet was in front of her. De van de profeet voor she stond, told him everything so she got, he gets out of the way. Uit de weg gaat. Because she knew something. Zij wist iets. She knew she knows they can't help her. Maar ze wist dat ze allemaal niet konden helpen. She knows that she needs to see the author of the promise. Ze wist dat ze naar de auteur van she de belofte moest gaan. She needs to see the person where it started. Naar de persoon toe gaan. She had to begon. go to the beginning. She had to go to the alpha and the ze omega. Naar de alpha en de omega. Something in her knew. I have to see the man of God. I have to see ze Elijah. Ze moet de zien. Ik moet Elisa zien. So she runs to him and she toe. kneels before ze him. Ze knielt voor hem. She reaches his feet. Ze pakt de voeten beet. She didn't talk to anyone else. Ze ging tegen niemand praten. She didn't call her best friend. Ze ging niet haar beste vriend She bellen. didn't cry with her husband. Ze ging niet huilen met haar man. You know what? Some of you have the problem. Jullie hebben het probleem. The pain is so real. Want de pijn zo echt is. And what you need to do is to see the author of, of the promise that died. But you are too busy whining with other people. You are too busy whining about your pain of your old church that you can't embrace what God is doing you in your life. Some of you missing the greatest miracles in front of you. Because you are more interested to have people around you that feel sorry for you. Maybe it's time to push it away. And to see the man of God. And the Godsman zien. To run straight to God. Om naar hem toe te rennen. You are so stuck in the pain. Je zit zo vast in die pijn. That some of you need to talk to everybody and Zo'n everywhere about it. Iedereen overal erover. Don't get me wrong. We are sorry about you. Weet je begrijpt me niet verkeerd. Don't get me wrong. You need you need pastoral care. You need leaders, connect group leader, pastor. They want to help you through it. Mensen nodig die je doorheen helpen. But they want to help you first to connect back to God. Maar die willen eerst helpen om terug verbinding te maken met God. The woman knew. 
She stands in front of the prophet. Ze staat voor de profeet. And says honest. En ze zegt eerlijk. I didn't ask you for. Ik heb je niet om gevraagd. She said Elijah it's not my fault. Elisa het is niet mijn fout. Elijah I never asked for that vision. Ik heb je nooit om gevraagd. Elijah I never asked for that ministry. Elisa ik heb je nooit gevraagd. Elijah I never asked for that baby. Ik heb nooit gevraagd. Elijah I never asked for that vision. For that hope. For that for that thing to do. Elijah, I never asked for it, but then you gave it to me. And I loved it. And I did everything in my hand to nurture it, to love it, to be to be the best mom as possible. And now it died. God, it's your fault. I never asked for it. It's your fault. And to be very honest, some of you need to go home later. Shut the door. De deur dicht doen. And pray that prayer to God. En dat gebed gaan Some of you have toe. to see the author. Weet je, sommigen van jullie moeten de auteur gaan zien. It's your fault, God. En dan zeggen we, zeggen we, And you're gonna fout. be surprised because he won't mind you telling him that. En wees niet verrast, hij vindt het niet erg als je dat zo tegen hem zegt. She went to the prophet and said, I never asked you. Ik heb je nooit gevraagd. Did I ask you for my for my son, Lord? She said. Didn't I tell you don't raise my hope? Elijah said to Gehazi, "Tuck your cloak into your belt, take my stuff in your hand, and run. Don't greet anyone you meet, and if anyone greets you, do not answer. Lay my stuff on the boy's face." But the child's mother said, "As surely as the Lord lives, and as you live, I will not leave you." Some of you left. Sommige van jullie zijn weg. Before the miracle was finished. Voordat het wonder klaar was. You know it was Moses. Weet je het was Moses. God told him, "Hey, let's God go to the promised land." Laten we naar het belofte land gaan. I'm staying here. Ik blijf hier. You going? Ga jij maar? And Moses was no. And Moses was nee. I didn't go through all of this. Ik ga hier niet allemaal doorheen. To go to the promised land. land without God. Zonder God. Without the presence of God. Some of you heard the fix. Some of you heard the advice. Some of you in a prayer moment God spoke to you and it's a great thing but it's not done yet because you need to stay in the presence of God you need to hold your posture of worship on his feet and tell God I'm not leaving you until the miracle is done God I'm not leaving you I'm only moving with you I'm not moving with your servant I'm not moving with the stuff I'm moving with you she runs to the prophet and said, I'm not leaving with you. Ik ga niet zonder u weg. So he got up en and followed her. Gehazi went on ahead, laid the stuff on the boy's face, but there was no sound or response. So Gehazi went back to meet Elijah and told him, the boy has not awaked. When Elijah reached the house, there was the boy laying dead on his couch. She went in. He went in. Shut the door. On the two of them, and pray to the Lord. She runs to the prophet. Amen. She is honest. Oh, she didn't leave without him. 
she calls and cries out to the Lord. Ze roept hem en ze roept hem aan. And then Elijah comes to the place. En dan Elisha komt tot bij haar huis. And he opens the door. En hij opent de deur. And he walked inside. En hij loopt naar binnen. And then she he shuts the door. En de deur weer dicht. And the mom has to stay outside. En de moeder moet buiten blijven staan. You know what I know as a father of four kids. Weet je wat ik weet als een vader van vier kinderen? She didn't stay outside at the beginning. <laughs> Zij stond niet buiten. You know begin. what I would have done? Weet je wat ik gedaan zou hebben? I would have done that. Ik zou dat gedaan hebben. I opened the door. De and said, Elijah, please come on in. Elisa, kom binnen. This is my son. Fix him. This is my son. This is how you do it. This is how you do it now. Because in 10 minutes I expect him downstairs. Because I'm going to brush his teeth. And then he can have some dinner. And I'm going to brush his teeth again. And then he's going to have his nap. But Elijah, this is how you're going to do it now. This is what we're going to see. Elijah, I'm standing here and I'm waiting till I see something. Some of you sitting in the room with your pain and you're like, God, do something. But God wants to tell you today. It's time that you move out of the way. It's time that you move out of the way. Is it possible that God wants to come into your room? And he wants to work with your pain without you telling him how to do it. Without you knowing how to battle. Without you complaining all the time. But let him do the miracle. Is it time to wait outside? Be like God, whatever you do, God, wat je I'm in doet, it. Ik ga met je mee. That needs faith. Dan heb je geloof nodig. That needs trust. Dan heb je vertrouwen nodig. The prophet sends her out. De profeet stuurt haar weg. God wants to work with your pain. God wil werken met je with pijn. With your loss. Met jouw verdriet. With your grief. Met jouw verlies. With your wounds. Second King 4. Then he got on the bed and lay on the boy, mouth to mouth, eyes to eyes, hands to hands. And he stretches himself out on him, and the boy's body grew warm. He didn't get up. He just got warm. You have to understand some things in your life are a process. They take a little bit longer. Elijah turned away and walked back and forth in the room and then got onto the bed and stretched out on him once more. The boy sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. This is a miracle. But you know what? The mom is just sitting outside. She just heard the bed. She heard sneezing. She is like, what is happening? Some of you are hearing something in that room. And you want to push in already. But you have to wait till God lets you in. How much faith do you need? How much, how much do you need to wait on the other side? Maybe it's time today to give it to God. Maybe it's time to God today to invite Him. Maybe it's time to allow Him to work with it. Let you stop hiding it. Let you stop acting like it never happened. Stop trying to forget about it. Stop trying to, to put something over the, the door. For some of you, it's how you pursue your work life. For some, it's problems with alcohol. For some, it's unhealthy habits. You, you, you try to put it in front of the door so you forget about it. But today, it's time to open the door and to say, God, I'm not done yet. 
I want to see a miracle. Come and heal the pain. Come and heal the thing. Come and do something in my life. Because God wants to tell you. God wil je zeggen. I work. I work while you wait. Ik werk wanneer jij wacht. It's time to give it to God. Het is tijd om te God It's time to accept help. Het is tijd om. It's time to invite him. Om hem te uit te nodigen. It's time to let him tell you that you need to see a doctor. Het is tijd dat hij je mag vertellen. Because not every miracle will happen will be finished in the room. Weet je niet, elk wonder zal. There are miracles where God puts doctors, pastors, leaders, help groups around you to walk that miracle. Om dat wonder te beter bewandelen. What do you do? Wat doe je? When things happen, wanneer dingen gebeuren, you never ask for in your life. Nooit om gevraagd hebt in je leven. What What do you do when you when you suddenly have it in your arms and it dies? Hey, lay it down. Leg het neer. And let God work with it. That's where miracles can happen. Dat is waar wonderen kunnen plaatsvinden. You know what? Many things died in my life. Weet je, veel dingen zijn doodgegaan in mijn leven. Many things died in my life I never asked for. Veel dingen zijn doodgegaan waar ik geen I'm doing things I never asked for. En ik heb dingen gedaan waar ik niet I never wanted to become a pastor. Ik wilde nooit een voorganger zijn. I never wanted to plant a church. Ik wilde nooit een kerk starten. I only did Bible college because I was a musician. Ik deed alleen mijn Bible college omdat ik een muzikant ben. I never wanted to do that. Ik wilde dat nooit doen. And you know what? On the last, the last five or six years, in de laatste vijf tot zes jaar, things died. Zijn dingen doodgegaan. Friends we had left our life. Vrienden die we hadden zijn uit ons leven gegaan. Vision we had died. Visie die we hadden zijn dood. People we lost. Mensen die we verloren hebben. Battles that seemed lost. The feeling of favor. The 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 feeling of not being good enough. Om niet goed genoeg te zijn. You know there was a service three years ago. En er was een dienst drie jaar geleden. We just started with a church or, or four years ago. Of vier jaar geleden waren we net begonnen met een kerk. And we had an opening service with 250 people. We hadden openingsdienst met 250 mensen. people gave their life to Jesus. We felt like unstoppable. En wij voelden ons echt onoverwinnelijk. Three months later. Drie maanden later. We had a service. Hadden we een dienst. In the same venue. In dezelfde ruimte. No one was there. Er was niemand. Twelve people because they were serving on that Sunday. Twelve mensen die toen aan het dienen waren. And Marie and I were like, we failed. En Marie en ik zeiden we hebben gefaald. And you know what we felt miserable about it. I know for some of you, some other things, some other things died in your life. En voor jullie sommige andere dingen zijn gestorven in je leven. And I don't want you know. Do me a favor. Don't let us compare pain. Don't let us compare things. Are we all in the same boat, amen? But for us, we felt like a failure because so many people invested in us. So many people believed in us. In a dream we never had. We never wanted to have that baby. And then we're like, okay, it died. And we didn't feel like it just died. We felt like, oh, probably we killed it. We had a good thing and then we killed it. And you know what? I went to a room with God. En ik ben in een ruimte gegaan met God. And I prayed to God. I was like, ik ben God gebeden. This is not fair. En dit, God, dit is gewoon niet eerlijk. God, we left everything we had. We hebben alles achter ons gelaten. We left everything we had to go to Australia. Om naar Australië te kunnen gaan. 
And I wanted to stay in Australia. En ik wilde in Australië blijven. And God called us back to Germany. En toen heeft God ons geroepen terug naar Duitsland. We left everything, family and friends, we left in Australia to come back to Germany. Om hier terug naar Duitsland te komen. And then we started a different in a different church and was painful situation. So we moved after a while to start C3 Leipzig by that time. En C3 Leipzig gestart. And we put everything in. I was working four jobs. Marine was studying full time to become a teacher. Marine was aan het leren om een om een onderwijzer te worden. And we did everything we can, and it started, and the boy grew. And and we begonnen and and it groeide. And then it died. Toen ging het kapot. I was like, God, this is not fair. God, dit is niet eerlijk. God, we failed. We hebben ze hebben gefaald. Because we have no saving left. Because we put every little thing we had in this church. We hebben geen geld over. We hebben alles geïnvesteerd. God, I know that even my parents don't have much saving left. Ik weet zelfs dat mijn ouders niks hebben. Die hebben geïnvesteerd. And other people did. And andere mensen hebben geïnvesteerd. En God, nu zijn we hier en is het weg. So I went to my knee and I asked Jesus, what is it? Jezus, waarom? And then he told me one thing. En toen zei hij, Are you faithful? Heb je geloof? When nothing is there. Als er niks is. And then I remembered the scripture of Romans 4. Toen moest ik denken aan aan talks about Abraham. De vers van Romeinen 4 over Abraham gaat. And it, it talks about Abraham and says that he had hope when there was nothing to hope for. Dat hij hoop had terwijl er nergens meer hoop voor was. You know that was the moment where I feel like I let God into the pain. And you know, he worked with pain in my life, with insecurity in my life, with things I needed to learn. Because without me understanding, half a year later, we started our second location with 250 people from the first service and it never got down. A year later, we started our third service. And now we believe in our first uh, fourth uh, location coming soon. But I had to God let God in my pain. Elijah summoned Gehazi and said, "Call the Sunamite." And he did. When he came, he said, "Take your son." She came in, fell at, uh, at his feet, bowed to the ground. Then she took her son and went to the bathroom, brushing his teeth. Oh no, it doesn't say that, but. She made room for the man of God in her la- in her home. The room God used for miracles. De ruimte die God gebruikt. I want to encourage you today. Ik wil je bemoedigen vandaag. There was a room you made in your life for God. Was een ruimte die je gemaakt in je leven voor God. But something died in that room. Iets is dood gegaan in die kamer. I believe with everything in me. Ik geloof alles in mij. There is still a miracle in that room. Dat nog steeds een wonder is in die kamer. I want to encourage you today. Wil je bemoedigen? To open that room. Om die deur open te gaan. To ask God into that room. God naar binnen te vragen. And maybe we're going to see one of the best miracles in your life. Let's get up on your feet. Laten we gaan staan. I want to encourage you. Wil je bemoedigen? It's time to leave the wrong people. Het is tijd om verkeerde mensen achter je te laten en naar God toe te gaan. And I want to encourage you. Have the right people around you. Zorg dat je de juiste mensen om je heen hebt. Walk back. Wandel terug. With the right people. Met de juiste mensen. I want to ask you to close your eyes right now. Wil je vragen om nu je ogen te sluiten? Some of you are here. Sommige van jullie zitten hier. There are painful and dead things lying in that room. Er zijn pijnlijke en dode dingen in die kamer. And if you want to make the posture of your heart today. Als jij de houding van je hart nu. That says God, I'm going to let you in. Van God, 
Ik wil je I would like to raise your hand right now if you that's you. Ik wil dat je nu je hand gaat opsteken. That's you. Als jij dat bent. God, I pray for everybody that is reaching out for you now. God, I pray for everybody that is open a door in their heart today, Father God. And Father God, we pray by the power of the Holy Spirit that you come into those rooms today. Father God, we want to declare miracles. Father God, we want to declare miracles. Father God, we want to declare a season of healing in front of us. And Father God, we want to declare that we are getting out of the way and let you do the thing. In Jesus' name. Amen. And while we're praying, I want to talk to all of you. Maybe you are here and you're realizing. Well, thank you for listening today. I want to take a few more moments of your time. Because it may be today you realize that you need to get your relationship right with Jesus Christ. Maybe you've never asked him into your life before or maybe for some reason you've been you've been moving away from him and today i want to invite you to come back to him or it may be that you're just not sure you're going to heaven and so i want to lead you in a prayer right now and i would really love for you to say this prayer with me and then straight after this prayer i would love you to do something for me but hey let's pray right now Dear God, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that he died for me. I ask that you would forgive me. I turn away from my past and I give you my life. Come and live in me. I thank you that today I am saved. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you prayed that prayer today, The Holy Spirit has done something in your life. And so I want you to tell us about it. I want you to email info at c3amsterdam.nl and let us know you've made this decision and let us have your address because I'd love to send you a book that will help you make this decision really strong and become a follower of Jesus. And we'll also be able to help you get planted in a church near you. God bless you.